When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with an audio interview series presented by WFPK Independent Louisville, Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Wherever you're listening from today, please hit the subscribe button. And if you're able to uh, rate and review, uh, that'd be a big help as well. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest is Emily Haynes of the band Metric. She released a solo record last year, but the band is already prepping for a new album. Uh, we get to talk about their just-released documentary, uh, playing the album Fantasies in Full, and how she would like to do the same with Live It Out. It's also sort of the 20th anniversary of the band, so there's a lot of talk about what was going on with them in 1998, and of course, what we can expect from the brand-new record, She Promises Guitars. It's Kyle Meredith with Metric. Kyle, how are you? I'm great. Excited to talk to you. Thanks for taking the time. Likewise, likewise. Uh, we're excited you guys are going to be in Louisville next week. And I know there's lots to talk about. Uh, let, let's start out because I just noticed that uh, you all just released a concert film, uh, Dream So Real. I saw the trailer. It looks beautiful. What's the story oh, thank here? thank you. Uh, well, that was the culmination of many years of work, but we ended on our last album cycle doing an arena tour of Canada. Uh, we had Death Cab for Cutie supporting us, and we worked with some of the top stage designers and artists we've kind of 
you know, dream team collection of people to create this concert experience, which we then had the great good fortune of uh, turning into a film. I think it was like 30 cameras and like dollies and all this stuff. Uh, but the whole idea behind it was to put a spotlight on, us, on the crew that supports us on all these tours. So the film begins with each band member interviewing, and I think it's like 10 people in total that we're traveling with, interviewing them about what their day looks like, the skill that goes into their job, and um, kind of really trying to illuminate for the audience what goes into every metric concert and how much love you know we're all pouring into it, not just from the band, but from our crew. So it had a theatrical release across the U.S. and Canada and uh, was really well received. It was kind of an epic Thing. I'm so glad that you that you uh, saw that it's happening. But there's there's sort of an idea about pulling back that curtain, you, the mystique of rock and roll. It, it sort of kind of pushes that to the side, right? Yeah, or more like I suppose. In, in, if anything, to me, it makes it more romantic. You know, like as opposed to the idea that it's revealed, you know, the nuts and bolts, and that it's somehow underwhelming. To me, it's actually the thing that gives me the most sense of pride and excitement is like, wow, this is this is a group of people who are really committed to what they do and but this is more than just like trying to be famous or trying to be trying to be in front of people. It's like we're you know, we've all dedicated ourselves to the belief in that music really can have an impact and that includes all the people that we work with. I hope it comes across in the film and I hope it comes across in, you know, from the band in general, right? I know one of the other big uh, cool things that you're doing this year, too, um, uh, you're playing fantasies from front to back uh, on, on a show. Why this one? Because it's not exactly the anniversary year for it. True. Yeah, well, we got we just, just happened this past weekend, actually. I'm so glad that you're bringing it up because it was epic. We were offered this festival in Toronto to headline. It's a festival called Arts and Crafts. Our story is called Field, Field Trips. But it was started by Arts and Crafts, which is a label that our, our dear friends who put out Broken Social Scene and Spice. Um, and it's very much part of this like whole community that we've been, been a part of for many years. So they asked us the headline, and we said yes. It was us on the Saturday and yeah, yeah, yeah on the Sunday as the headliners. And we, uh, someone, I can't remember if it was one from our team or someone from their side said, would you consider doing fantasies? And we haven't done that yet. You know, a lot of bands... I think it's a great idea where you have a band perform one of their albums, especially an artist like us where it's like seven records in. On our new record, it'll be seven. So, uh, yeah, we did it, and it was a total trip. Uh, I felt like I was time traveling to 2009. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but it was it was really cool to listen to that because we still, you know, we play a lot of those songs regularly, but to listen to it really as a piece of, of you know, our personal history and for our fans and people who are connected to the band. I started the show by just saying, like, take a moment and think about where you were at at that time. Were you, who were you in love with? What were you doing? What were you working on? What was important to you? It was beautiful. I, I really want to do it again. Like, now I kind of want to do it. I'd love to do it with Live It Out because that one's the most rock. But uh, <laughs> just to, like take it all the way but yeah it was it was fun it was a good thing to do that's cool that album you know you'd been sort of a band for about 10 years at that point and then to have this humongous explosion you know with with those singles you have an album like that does it feel like in a way that every other album is constantly compared to it i think we came out of that like it was it's an excellent point and question but I think for two reasons. One, the fact that we've been such a, you know, grassroots band from the beginning. I think there's really no substitute for, like, 
literally going from 20 people to 20,000. It's, it's over a decade. It's, it's real, you know? So even the great thrill of having that album connect with a, with a wider audience, that, that was a moment for us, but we've always known that we're in it for life with each other. So, you know, we're less likely to, to like sail into the sun, like Icarus. Um, but uh, so it was, but it was really cool. It was really cool for sure. But then Synthetica definitely got compared to Fantasies, the album that came afterwards. But then I feel like as of that moment, we just established ourselves again, you know, for the people who care for who we are, we're not really trying, we know what we're not, you know, like Metric's not a mainstream band and we're happy to share the stage with lots of different artists who are and exist where we exist. But I feel like, you know, obviously for you as well, because you're having this conversation with me today, but like for the people who get it and enjoy it, it's a really special thing. And we just kind of keep on, keep on keeping on. So, you know, we've had a lot of highs and a lot of lows. <laughs> so it's sort of a, a simulation of the average lifespan. Um, I think is what metric is. We're just kind of beside people as they go through life. Now, now as far as that not being an anniversary uh, for the album, do you look at this is sort of the 20th anniversary of the band um as the early version as i read anyway started in 98 do you look at it like that well it's funny because like when i think about my life i think about yeah the day i met jimmy shaw that was the beginning of this of this whole thing um and that was in 98 and we then you know went to new york and went to england and went to la and, and traveled everywhere there and in between over the past decades with Josh and Jules um so yeah I definitely do see that as the beginning um and it's now just kind of like incredible to me the fact that we've been able to craft this into a life for all of us and you know contribute something of value I hope to the landscape of music you know no I can co-sign on yeah, that 20 yeah. years <laughs> thanks <laughs> It's, I've been living in 98 for a little while now. There's been a lot of anniversary <laughs> albums that I've been talking to the artists about and just kind of considering where right. music was at that point. Um, obviously, right. you know, the sound of metric does not sound very 1998. But, you know, when you look back, do you see yourself? Because a lot of artists, you sort of even subconsciously end up chasing the trend. That's just what's coming through the radio at you. When you look back, do sure. you hear any of that? Do you hear 98 in your early years? Yeah, I mean, we, we refer to it as the world before, and it's the world before the iPhone. Because, uh -huh. we've you know, there's been a lot of conversations, I'm sure, amongst your friends and listeners as well, of just like, the world's pretty intense right now. Let's take a look at why. And, and it can be like, the internet. People like just shouting that and shaking their canes at the sky and saying, like, the internet. To me, I don't think that that's really it. I think it's when we all got this, like, world in our pocket is is when things kind of changed forever. Uh, to me, 98 or that era was, like, you look at from a very dorky, forgive me, um, tech perspective, what was happening was suddenly all the recording technology was becoming available to the average person. This was sort of like the wave before everything got synthesized into our phone. But you, that's why you had such interesting artists as like Portishead and Massive Attack and the sort of like, you know, bedroom rock 
interesting electronic music sort of coming out of a different way of making records, people making records in a more intimate way. And that's definitely how Jimmy and I started out with, you know, his early interest in engineering and producing. We could finally get our hands on some of this stuff, whereas up until that point, you had to be the Eagles to get into a recording studio, right? And so now we have a sort of our version of an Eagles level recording studio. Uh, but that era, if it signifies anything, to me, it's that. It's that it became, those things became accessible to people with something else to say, you know, different voices than big, like the big rock bands of, of the 80s and the sort of, boy, remember all the boy bands of the early 90s? Oh, right. I feel like the late 90s, right? Like the late 90s were really, some tools got handed to people and then now we're in the that was the world before. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's uh, let's yeah. go up to the world of present then, because again, you're going to be coming through here in yeah. Louisville. There's no new album to promote yet, but you keep talking about online that you are working on new music. I mean, uh, so what's the update? How far along are you all? The update is that we will be debuting for the first time in the United States of America our a few songs from our new record, which is now finished uh, in Louisville. So it's our it's our big reveal. The underplay tiny club approach is the only way to do it. It's great to do it part of a, as part of a gathering, and that's uh, that's what it's all about. The record's done, and we're just trying to keep it you know keep it under wraps while sharing it with the people who want it and need it most. Um, so I think a little club show will be a great a great first listen for some people. I hope that that people come and check it out. Well, while still keeping the mystique of, of the record, is there anything you can tell me about it? Like, um, you know, as far as styles or comparisons or, or whatever journalists try to dig for at this there, point in interviews. <laughs> I can tell you this with great happiness. There are guitars. <laughs> I'm sure that will make some fans very happy. I think so. There's, you know. It, it, the guitars have had a hard run the last few years, and uh, we're, we're bringing them back. So I hope that there's some excitement around that. There is for me. Yeah. I was never a fan of the guitars leaving. You know, you roll with the times, but guitars, they're part of rock and roll. Right. I think I'm going to get a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> You know, you you um you know you you put out your solo re- you put out a solo record last year. I think it was yeah, your your second one, uh, and and you were tackling some big things. And a lot of artists are trying to figure out how to filter that through their songwriting. Um, I'll point to Statuette, you know, as one of the one of those on the last record. Are you finding that that's also making its way into your music with, with this new metric record? For me, honestly, it's it's nothing different. I'm the same as I've always been. I've always been tackling everything, uh, much to my own exhaustion and uh challenging friends and listeners since as long as i can remember to take a look at the world around them and say what the hell and stand up for yourself speak up for yourself call out what you see use your voice so i'm just i'm the same same as whatever was keep it on keeping on and i mean the statuette that timing was really weird but so there was a bit of a zeitgeist in the world mm-hmm. on certain themes that to me and every woman that i've ever met these things have been there forever, so it's just a matter of how you how you deal with them. Yeah, if anything, I wish that I could get these things out of my head. I'm not trying to put them in the music. I wish I wish the world could the world was a different place and we could all uh, talk about something else. But unfortunately, these things are they rear their heads for a reason, right? So right, right. Here right. we are. Right? Well, <laughs> luckily, I have a lot of my favorite artists who are you know putting them into very interesting and uh, very cool pieces of art, which uh, I've always appreciated. Uh, That's you- why we need art. This is the thing. I know. Like I feel like we forget. 
because we're all so oversaturated, right, with, you know, quote-unquote content. But the fact is, there are a lot of things in the world that are very hard to just talk about standing there in words, and that's why we have music and film and paintings and poetry, and there is a reason for art. It's not bourgeois. It's like there's stuff that's too complex to, that, you know, language doesn't do it. So I'm glad to hear that, that you that you appreciate it, because, you know, there has to be a function for, for the work that we do, and I, I think there is. I mean, there's a value other than, like, people try to get famous and, um, you know, Instagram. I love right. Instagram, but <laughs> it's not the world. <laughs> it's, I was joking the other day that it's, like, it's its own sort of, like, district. It's like the Vatican. It's, like, its own <laughs> planet or its own, you know, part of the world. You could be a country. You could get a passport because um, everything looks the same. But we can talk about this when I get to Louisville, right? <laughs> That's right, right. In the meantime, <laughs> um, well, I, I am so excited to, to have you in Louisville and to, and to hear these new songs and just to catch you in a club. Uh, that size because I know that's a really special thing. Yay! Uh, Fun. Emily, it was so great talking to you. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you great, next week you. when you're at Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're rehearsing as we speak. I'm heading back into the production rehearsals to bring all the new songs to Louisville. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. We'll Peace. see you soon. Thanks, man. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye. Thanks to Emily Haynes from Metric for giving me the call. Really looking forward to that new album. Hey, don't forget you can subscribe to Consequence of Sound's YouTube channel to keep up with your favorite artists and interviews. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast, please do hit subscribe there. Uh, Give us a rating and a review, iTunes, Podchaser, or wherever you're listening from. And then head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show every Monday through Thursday from noon to 3 Eastern. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.